with both arms. Her red, gold hair tumbled down her back and curled in the moist air. Don't worry, Annie, Phaedra called from just behind the prince's right shoulder. Raphael will save you. Be quiet and stay back, Raphael hissed, assessing the state of the parapet itself. The rain, smelling of settled dust, cooled his skin. To Annie, he said, don't move. Apparently, St. Aspasia's Academy for Young Women of Quality, where both Annie and Phaedra had spent the past few years learning manners and deportment, had served at least some part of its purpose. Even in that dire situation, and it was dire, for the girl was standing on loose pebbles and very little else, she smiled bravely and nodded, though she was pale and trembling. I won't, she promised, in a stoic tone. Raphael indulged a perverse desire to look down. The brick floor of the courtyard seemed to spin in the gathering dusk, and a number of spectators had congregated, their torches making spots of fire. He closed his eyes for a moment and offered a silent prayer to a god who had long since abandoned him then eased out onto the ledge. Some of the stone fell away beneath his feet, and he leaned back against the moss-slickened wall, arms spread wide, breathing deeply. Should the Treveran Chit be fortunate enough to survive this folly, he reflected, he might well murder her himself. Do be careful, Annie counseled, as though he were the one who needed rescuing. Raphael felt color surge up his neck and pulse along his jawline as he moved closer to her, ever so slowly, progressing by inches and fractions of inches. I wasn't planning to hang by my feet or do handstands, Miss Trevaron, he replied reasonably. This was no time or place, after all, to lose his temper. If they were both lucky, he would have that luxury later. Once Raphael got her inside, he vowed to himself, he'd deliver a lecture this little hellion would never forget. After that, he might just throw her into the dungeon or hang her up by her thumbs. He reached Annie's side on the strength of these fantasies and slipped one arm around her waist. All right, Miss Treveran, he said quietly, with a calmness he didn't feel. Release your hold on the masonry, if you will, and we'll start back. It's going to be a slow process, though. No sudden moves or we'll both be splattered on the stones of the courtyard. Understood? Remarkably, he felt her bristle ever so slightly against his ribcage. Believe me, your highness, she said with stiff dignity. Your instructions were quite clear. Raphael risked a step, holding his breath, rejoicing inwardly when the parapet held. He muttered something meaningless even to himself, and they progressed another step. Tiny bits of rock clattered down the tower wall, then tumbled soundlessly through space. 
The mist had turned to hard rain, soaking Annie's clothes and hair, extinguishing the torches below and making the stones of the narrow walkway slippery as well as unstable. Raphael stole a sidelong glance at Annie and saw that she was holding back tears, and that knowledge stung him out of all proportion to good sense. Miss Treveran might have been foolhardy, but he secretly admired her boldness and courage. You'll be all right, Raphael said, in a gentler tone than he'd used before. Annie snuffled. Like him, she pressed her back to the wall of the tower, one arm out wide for balance. They were a few inches nearer the door. I was just thinking of my new yellow dress, she told him seriously. It will be a shame if I never...